Welcome to Behind the Smoke Podcast, Barbecue War Stories. My name is Sean Walchef with Cali Comfort Barbecue. We are recording above the butcher shop at Valley Farm Market with my man, Derek Marceau. What up? Not much, man. We survived St. Patty's Day. That was a big one. We sold 1,600 pounds of corned beef. Holy shit. So that uh, was our record now. And so you uh, always do corned beef? Yeah, we do corned beef every single year. It's a recipe wow. that my grandpa passed down to me, and it's more of a, we do orange, Corey, can you help him? Make sure it's it's an orange and honey cure. Mm-hmm. So with the salt, it kind of mellows it out a little bit because sometimes when things are too salty, it kind of it's overbearing for the the corned beef. Yeah, um, well, it's typically why you have sauerkraut a lot of times. Right, beef, beef. and then we did uh, uh, pastrami, and that went over really really well. We awesome. did uh, like sixty sandwiches of pastrami, and people went nuts over it. So it might be a new item that we we're going to carry year round. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, today um, is something really cool. We uh, we get to talk to a lot of people that impress us, um, whether they're business owners, entrepreneurs, restaurant owners, uh, people in the media, but people that are making a mark, um, doing the right things in business. And one of the uh, reasons that we became friends, our guest today, um, is Victor Lopez of El Pollo Grill. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I know we've touched on it a couple times, but Cali Comfort is a pro chargers establishment. Uh, we've had multiple guests that have gotten us into a little bit of controversy along the way as well. Uh, Victor and I were friends on Facebook, but we actually had never met in person. Um, and when the chargers uh, beat the Ravens in the first round of the playoffs this year, uh, we started getting some people on Twitter that were attacking us on Twitter and telling people to go to Yelp and write fake reviews um, kind of became a, a hyper local story. The radio was talking about it, a couple news stations. Um, it actually blew up into a New York Times article um, that you were in and I was in. Um, but Victor, you, you went on Facebook before we had ever met and then you said, it's unfortunate when people have to get real low and falsify information either about your business or your personal self. I just found out someone was upset about Cali Comfort, owned by Sean Walchef, um, is still a Chargers bar. So they bashed them on social media and Twitter. I've had this happen to myself, and I can say it pisses me off when it comes with shit talking. It is what it is. Just don't involve my family. If Cali Comfort wants to be a Chargers bar, let them be a Chargers bar. You don't need to, you don't need to go. Simple as that. I'm sure Sean is a great dude. Don't have to agree with his stance. This is exactly why myself, my family, and El Pollo Grill cannot support a fan an organization like the Chargers that divided our city, plain and simple, to each their own. Go Pats. <laughs> Go Pats. <laughs> Not no more. Not no more. <laughs> Not, Not after no that more. week. Right? Uh, well, Victor, welcome to Behind the Smoke. Honored to have you on. And uh, it's crazy how close we've come just since that Facebook post that you did. Yeah, I appreciate for having me. You know, it's, I'm thrilled to to uh, speak uh, about my business and about, you know, our friendship and, you know, about business in, in in general yeah i think you know one of the reasons derek and i started this was just to talk to people that that care about maybe starting a business or they're running a business and just trying right. to find different tools and tricks that'll help us um this is a crazy time to be in business i mean i the fact i can't take my son to toys r us it still is nuts to me but you know for someone like you that owns two restaurants and you're going to be opening up your third correct um, you've really stepped up by utilizing Facebook as a platform to get awareness about your restaurant. Tell, tell us about how that happened. Yeah, well, 
Our business was formed in 1987 by my mother and my father, who passed away in the year 2000. And um, there were a small hole in the wall run by two old school people who came here um, illegally, but decided to, um, you know, start up their own business and eventually did get the, their paperwork and, you know, residency and now uh, U.S. Uh, citizen. Um, they, uh, they started small, and as the business, as the family grew, you know, um, me, the youngest one, was the only one that decided to, you know, stick with their plan. Mm-hmm. Um, How many? How many in the five family? Us. So so five of us. So three sisters and one brother. I'm the only one that actually took the initiative to actually say, this is going to be my career. Yeah. You know? So. Did you grow up in the business? Um, I grew up, yes, because I was there. Not that I was working. I was eating the food. <laughs> so I knew what they were Thank you all about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my brothers and sisters, they all grew up in the business, except for one of my sisters. Um, but they didn't like it. Right. They didn't like the, the that type of business. And mm-hmm. I did. I'm like, man, do I go to school? Which I did. I went to San Diego State. Or do I drop out and help my mom and dad? Mm-hmm. So uh, my dad passed away. I was already in the business. And with them, I decided to take a le- uh, leap forward and say, you know, I'm going to help my mother because she was by herself when my dad passed away. So back then, there was no Facebook. No. There's no Facebook at all. But I started learning little things like uh, when I would go to a drive through Carl's Jr., Jack in the Box, combos, offering combos. So I started learning the marketing tools of how to upsell. Sure. sure. I learned that on my own. I never went to school for that. Mm-hmm. I can honestly say I didn't. Uh, I went to San Diego State, but I was going for criminal justice, not business, business right. of any sort. Um, but I did drop off San Diego State and did that um, as... I opened up my second restaurant. It was it was off of uh, Market in Euclid. Um, we were doing great. The recession hit 2008, and as you know, Market in Euclid, the four corners of death. Right. Uh, they heavy, were, heavy we were gang, hit there. Heavy, heavy gang violence. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was. I mean, it's four just, corners you know, of death. Four corners of death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not because they're selling flowers. No, out there. Well, they are probably Market for the, Euclid. Yeah. Uh, Market Euclid Imperial. Yeah. Uh, and um, so, as 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 I, I was I was at the one market in Euclid, the recession hit, and it hit us hard. And in that area, it hit us hard. No, absolutely, it really hit us hard. So I had to close down. I closed down, but at the same time, I decided to start my own catering business. Well, I was already doing catering, but then I noticed that I had a little niche business. I said, you know what? I can close down the restaurant, which I'm losing money. Mm-hmm. Open up, a, uh, continue doing the catering, which I did, and for years it went well. But then I said, you know what? The catering business at any time can go to crap. Sure. You know, for whatever reasons. At that point, and then to this day, I still do it. It's going very strong. I, I, I cater a lot to the pharmaceutical industry. So we bring food to the clinics and to the hospitals while the reps present their drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I still do it. But throughout the years, after 2008 up to now, um, I noticed a big decline in, in, in that industry right. where the reps couldn't. There's work. a lot of laws that have changed yes. that have prevented yes. pharmaceutical companies from yes. influencing the, the, doctors. Yes, exactly. So we're, we're the only thing that can still influence, you know, quote <laughs> yeah. unquote, which is the food. Everything went down south. 
that we can't they can't bring in pens they can't bring in a gift card to the doctors but the only thing that has stayed is the is the, is the food but i always thought that could potentially go away right at any time sure and if i that's where i was making my money and i was making good money sure but i say if that goes south i'm doomed right so i opened up my mm, my mine was the second one that i opened this would have been the third one in the family so i opened up the one in bonita in uh, euclid and that's when of course facebook was was already thriving that sure was, what, i always said you know what 2016 in yeah. bonita yes yeah late late 2016 um but i envisioned facebook and using facebook as a tool and i didn't know if this was going to work my wife was like hey you're uh friending all these women <laughs> that you don't know and all of them you know some of them are good looking some of them are not mm -hmm. you know what the hell are you doing and it created problems yeah and i said i go look i'm not doing that sucking look i don't need to be their friends to look at their profile picture right. or their photos chill and but my my envisionment was to see to use facebook and start just befriending people around my area chula vista area yeah and it took me a year to befriend 5,000 people. Were you on Facebook you know? before that? Yes. Yeah. Just but it was just only personally. friends. You didn't have, did you have a Facebook account for the Lemon Grove location? No. Okay. Um, so it was, it was really until the Bonita location. Yeah, but the Lemon Grove one, I wasn't running it. I was running the catering, so okay. I really wasn't looking into the Facebook scene mm -hmm. and pictures and this. Mm -hmm. And it just, it just, it just, uh, I mean, it's helped me like you would not believe. Just pictures. I mean, pictures and videos and, and and but this is a personal facebook not the business yeah. Facebook of of of, uh, of bonita and i've noticed that on my end on for for me what's worked more is actually my personal one mm -hmm. people know me as a pollo grill guy right yeah know? or the anti-spanos guy <laughs> spanos um, sucks guy yes <laughs> um so facebook has been marvelous it's i can honestly say it's 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 made me sure it's made me and of course, what's made me also is, is uh, I think besides our food, is the whole anti-spanos uh, action that I. That it's I good took. exposure. I mean, it's yeah. definitely good exposure to get out there and, and talk about it. It's it's something that's controversial, so people don't know which way to go. I, I don't really care much, you know, either way. Like if you want it or you don't like them, it, it's your your decision. Right. Um, but it does bring a light to you. So then, what do you do with that light? Are you? promoting food are you going to give out free fucking tacos when right. when they lose i mean are you going to like what are you going to do and to do that obviously you got to see an roi on that because you're not just giving them away for nothing right you want people to try right. your food because you believe in your food right so you know your food's good it's just like going to a farmer's market right you're going to sample it out you're not really going there to make money right i just want you to try it right so then your next five times then i can make money off you of I, can, I can do that so i mean it's a good good way to do it you know with the with the chargers leaving um you know how did el pollo grill get its name and because it's also similar you know el pollo loco mm -hmm. was el pollo loco around before your parents did yes, that i think there were a couple of years before okay of course they had major backing from some big Sure. People. Sure. Uh, but it was very similar food, very similar. Pollo Loco back in the days was real good. Right. Now, honestly, even though I haven't, I don't really taste it. I've tried it maybe once or twice. It's not bad, but it's not authentic. Sure. Uh, of course, why, how could they be authentic if they're so big? Right. Mm -hmm. Nationwide, actually, probably worldwide. Uh, uh, but El Pollo Grill in 1987 was bought by my mom and dad uh, from some other 
uh, previous okay. owner that used to be called El Pollo Charro. He had about three or four of them in San Diego. And so what this guy did was he was done with the business and he decided to sell them very similar to like a franchise, mm -hmm. even though it wasn't technically a franchise because mm -hmm. franchise, you got to, I mean, you can't just say I'm a franchise. Sure. You got to uh, sign a bunch of paperwork, a lot of, you know, a lot of different stuff that you got to do before you become able to sell franchises. But this guy did it. My mom and dad decided to um, buy it from them. And for five years, they, they had it called El Pollo Charro. And then for five years, we had to buy their chicken already marinated. Five years went by. We changed the name of the of the um, of, of El Pollo Charro to El Pollo Grill. It was a family decision, mm -hmm. and we also um, changed the recipe of our chicken, and that's where it all came from, El Pollo Grill. You know, and El Pollo Loco has sued, tried to sue us. Get really? From that? No way. Uh, but we had a, we had our our insurance um, step in, uh -huh. and they had their lawyers. We fought them. Which El Pollo Loco has been very successful as at suing people sure. and uh, beating them, but they didn't beat us. I mean, we had good insurance and, and we were able to stick to our name. How they were able to um, beat other people, I don't know, because you can't trademark El Pollo. Right. You can't, trade, no. you can't trademark it. It's a, it's a name. And if you look at now, now it's EPL. Yeah. Like Just like KFC. Huh. Yeah. It's EPL. It's El Pollo Loco. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... I'm tr trademarking my name right now, and we're almost done. It seems like they already approved it. I just make I gotta make some changes on certain things that I, on my website and stuff like that. Uh, but I had to name it. I have to change it to EPG. Okay, so that's the only way you can get it trademarked. EPG El Pollo Grill. Yeah. That's the only way I could I could get it trademarked. Mm -hmm. So, but El Pollo Loco has has been successful at getting people out of that. Their El Pollo, because there's a lot of El Pollo. El Pollo Grill, El Pollo Charro, El Pollo Loco, El Pollo Gallo, El Pollo whatever. Mm -hmm. And they've been able to be successful in getting their, their name out of uh, out of their own front. So do you just run the Bonita one now? Or do you do the Lemon Grove one too? I'm running the Bonita. I have an interest in the one in Lemon Grove. Okay. Um, I'm buying my mother out because she's so old school. <laughs> hard. I can't. I can't go in there and try to change things. Right. And I. I know that I can make the one in Lemon Grove uh, more successful because it already has its. Clients. Sure. But they need to change so many things there. <laughs> uh, but to do that how in do you, front how of my mother, it's impossible. No, how, do you, just, how do you go about? I mean, because Derek obviously went through difficult challenges, you know, in a family business. How yeah. do you go about addressing uncomfortable conversations with your mother, somebody that? You know, this was her. This was her baby. Yeah. She, now you're her baby. If it's if it's if I, I give it all to my mom and dad, I really do. I mean, yes, I've made it bigger than what it was, and it will all. And I, I worked hard at that. But if it wasn't for my mom and dad to give me the opportunity, I'd be doing something else. You know. So, you know, dealing with uh, with with uh, family issues in the business is not easy. We've had a lot of fights. Mm. You know, but. Of course, an older person like my mother, she doesn't get it. She doesn't get a lot of stuff. She really doesn't. And it's not because she doesn't want to. It's just that's, that's all she learned. Right. And she, she hasn't been able to change, you know, or adapt to the new things. Sure. You know, she's not going to be on Facebook. She doesn't even have a Facebook. Right? Yeah. She's not going to, you know, do the free giveaway. She thinks giving away the free Spanish tacos is the worst thing in the world. I'm like, Mom, do you not understand? She didn't want to do it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I had to convince her after the second year. I'm like, second year, you got no traction no more. Right? <laughs> you know, you, you, yeah. you met you, you. You guys didn't do it when it. That's when where I the anger is at the fever pitch. You know. Yeah. So 
it, it's been hard. It's been tough. But I finally convinced her mom you need to step down. She's 82 years old. Oh, wow. I go, you need to step down. Wow. Let That's me amazing. handle it. You're still going to get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, she always has her doubts. Her young son always had, you know, of I've course. made mistakes. Yep. Yeah. I've made mistakes. I've, I've, I've made lots of mistakes, you know, not because I did them to, to try to, uh, uh, you know, um, how do you say? Uh, you weren't malicious. Yeah. No, no. It's just business mistakes. Right. You know, every business person makes mistakes. Yeah. You know? Uh, I just got taken for quarter of a million dollars from a solar company. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Jesus. know, it's it's a huge mistake that I made. Right, it was a dumb mistake, dumbest mistake I've ever made. Yeah. You know, but in those, she, so she looks at those things like, "Mom, please." I go, "Okay, I'm 42 years old. I'm learning, but look at my business now. Look at the one in Bonita. Mm-hmm. Chill." So we we go through a lot of our ups and downs, but she's kind of like, "Okay, I'm gonna step down." So she right now. Hopefully in the next couple of months, she's gonna step down, and I'm doing it also for the, the for the brand, the, the brand, yeah, yeah. Because if you go into El Pollo Grill, Lemon Grill, it's smaller. It's it's not the same. It's not the same atmosphere as the one in in, in Benita, mm-hmm. you know. So hopefully she trusts me, and hopefully I do make the right decisions, you know. Yeah, I mean it's hard, you know that dynamic. I had to deal with it. I was I was fortunate to where my dad was a little bit more understanding. Um, but it's hard, you know, so they, they're old school and they've been doing something a certain way for so long. Right. And, you know, it's, I, I would always try to express, like, I'm not trying to change it. I'm just trying to make it better. You know, it's, there's little tweaks in here and there. The, the product's still going to be our product. Sure. But, you know, they did a big study in Ralph's like five years ago. <clears throat> And they had uh, produce, same exact produce, bell peppers, onions, whatever, right? And they put it in a case. And the way it was lit, the way the case was, it looked like shit. And they cut that same exact product, and they put it over here in this case. And it had different lighting, had a different thing. And everyone wanted to buy that product, even though it's the same exact product. I'm not trying to change the recipes. I'm not trying. Like, we have a great product. We have a great, you know, foundation. But I just have to show, shine a little bit of a different light on it to make it to showcase exactly what it truly is, you know, right. because if you've been doing it that long, obviously your recipes are good. Right. Obviously people come there, they love it. It's authentic. You know, you just want to showcase it in a different light, but they yeah. don't always understand that. It's hard. No, they won't understand it. My big, the, my mom's biggest, how do you say obstacle has been too many people working. Yeah. I'm like, mom, you have one person making this one person making this. Like, I got one making one person making all those five things, but mm-hmm. she loves to have that extra people helping her I'm yeah like, it's ruining you guys like, it's ruining you this is the paper labor you yeah. know labor and and i proved it with my PLs. i said look this is in two years i've done this you guys haven't been able to do that never i mm-hmm. won't just, just trust me when i tell you so when i go in there stepping it's going to be an obstacle to try to change the, the whole atmosphere mm-hmm. from the employees that have been there for over 20 years oh, geez, yeah. you know but gotta lay the law right right no you have to and you're opening up a new one now too right it's gonna be coming up in east lake we're opening up one in otay ranch otay ranch yes otay ranch uh, which is right where hot sauces and more good is that good is that the in the same, same um same, same mall really same mall i didn't know yeah. that yeah okay same mall. Yeah, it's right exciting by. it's uh the mall is not the it ha- it's it's not a mall that's been how you say perceived as a badass mall you mm-hmm. know where there's tons of people it's crowded yes. it's an incredible mall i can't believe more people but more people are moving into the area which is the most impressive part yes about it. um maybe last year i would have said no right but this year i saw the mill there's another um center next door to it millennia which is going to have um i think 
was it Ross and World Market and a bunch of other sure. other places and a bunch of restaurants which I should have gone in there, but it, it was too late. That's across the street. Um, that's across the street. Okay. Yes. Uh, that's huge. It's, uh, there's a Starbucks. There's a Luna Grill. There's there's just uh, boards and I said brew and boards or boards and uh, brew. Yeah, board and brew. Board and brew is going in there. So it's a, so I saw that and then I saw some of the changes that they're making with Planet Fitness. It's going to go in the mall. Uh, Nova Brazil. It's a brewery that's going in there. Mm-hmm. So I saw all that. I was like, you know what? I got to jump in there. And then one of my my uh, real estate guy calls me up. He goes, hey, this restaurant's closing down. I want to take a look at it. So it's been about six months of negotiations and looking at it and yes and no's and this and that. But finally made the move. And hopefully, maybe August is is the day uh, I'll probably be able to move in. I, it all depends on permits, um, uh, the beer and wine license uh, that they approve me. Uh, and, and of course the construction. But what so, was it before? It used to be another Mexican restaurant, Tacos okay. and Tarros, but it was more like a, bra- a bar. Okay. Not a bar, but the atmosphere was a bar. That's not what I'm trying to make it. Look right. Like. So when you're negotiating with uh, a huge retail center, they you know, suck. shopping center, you know, <laughs> they, they suck. They, I never thought I, I didn't even know nothing about that negotiating yeah. with these guys. These guys are brutal. Because you, you've been. I'm like, I'm already thinking, how am I going to cheat them? <laughs> But but one of the things you, you, you're not did, cheating, I even trying, right? Yeah, one of the things you did tell me when you uh, we had a couple different conversations at the restaurant, um, you you had told me that during those negotiations they were trying to strong arm you and tell you, oh hey, we have another brand that might be coming in. What did you tell them in response? I'm sorry, Sean. Repeat yourself. So when you came over and mm-hmm. you told uh, told me you were having troubles with the negotiations yeah. that they were trying to say, oh hey, well. We're not worried because oh. we have somebody else on the back end. But you told them something that I think is very, very valuable, which most people don't even think about, which is what you've done on Facebook right. and your brand. Well, I send them my uh, the post because I, I before I even signed the lease, when I was thinking of doing it, I actually put a post, and I have a good following on my on my personal An incredible world. following, and so I. Put it you out cap there. out at five thousand. Yeah, I, wish, so, I don't know why Facebook it's, does that. It's like, yeah, it's stupid. It's like really like what's the point? What's the purpose of that? Just yeah, right. at least six thousand. You. Yeah, <laughs> you know? well, um, they want to force you to be a page, and then that yeah. way they can get you to well, buy you, ads. It, maybe they make you become a page, and you get to move up. And yeah, move. but um, so I send them my my link to my post that I put on my personal page, asking people, "What do you think about this mall?" Mm-hmm. And uh, had a huge response, and so I send them that link, and I think they got the point that okay, right. I'm the right fit for that mall because I think they were trying to put what was the name of the restaurant I told you? Oh, I forgot. It was some type of cafe. Yeah, it was like a Mimi's cafe, but something, not, uh, but uh, more of a uh, Swami's cafe. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Swami's yeah. cafe. So I'm like, okay, go ahead. Right. I told them I straight. I said, go ahead. You want Swami's cafe? You think that's gonna work here in the South Bay? Good luck. <laughs> right. Um, so. You know, I'm not. I'm not knocking on Swami's Cafe because no, I've never been there myself. The demographic, you know, I don't know if it's supported over there. Right, but I mean, you have other restaurants. Really, in reality, they're not thriving like they should be. But I think the whole differences of this, these differences that they're doing with the mall is, is helping. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you have like um, Cheesecake Factory, and then you have uh, Buffalo uh, Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. They're they're doing. I'm pretty sure they're doing a Karinas, Karinas seafood. Oh, doing yeah. good. I like Karina's. Um, but I, I think they can I mean, be, the service, can be better. The service isn't there. I mean, when I go to your store in Benita, mm-hmm. the people care and they smile and they're happy. The people that are eating there care. 
I mean, I went to a fight night with Jim Trotter and Jeff Dotseth at Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. The mall is packed. Yeah. Like I told you, I wanted yeah. to call you and tell you how like pumped <laughs> I was for you yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. so many people yeah. at that mall. But we went there and during fight night, I mean, this, the server closed out at eight, eight o'clock on our table. Yeah. And I told Jeff and Jim that we're sitting there. I said, now that the server closed out, watch, we won't get any service. Right. For an hour and a half, not one person came wow. to check in on our table. Hour and a half. Well, you're lucky you don't. And drink. then, and then, and then, Jeff, <laughs> and then Jeff, of course, posts that on Twitter, and of course, all of the comments are Buffalo Wild Wings, terrible service, terrible service, wow. terrible. And it's like, how the fuck is that happening? Yeah. But yeah. the place was still packed. Yeah. So that's a huge competitive advantage for you, for someone yeah. that does it's, care. It's, it's going to be a bigger mod, a bigger version of the one in Bonita. The Bonita one is really small, and we crank some good business there. Mm-hmm. What's the square footage in uh, Bonita? The one in Bonita is about fifteen hundred. Okay. And the other one's going to be about thirty-one hundred, so it's double. Plus, I have a big, huge patio, and you have lots of lots more parking. Yes, lots more parking. The car parking is not that great there, but I mean, people—if you're going to go, people are going to find parking, right? I mean, I've parking. never left a place because I couldn't find parking. To me, that's kind of—we have pl- that's our number one complaint on Yelp is that we don't have enough parking. Yeah, I mean, but, but we have like almost a hundred parking spots. <laughs> I wish I had that many. <laughs> I wish I had that many, but you know, it's going to be a bigger version of the uh, one in Bonita. The difference is, I'm going to have more TVs, more seating. Uh, more beer options. I'm not going to have hard, li- hard liquor. Um, is that a decision you're making? You don't want hard liquor or yeah. you can't get the permit or the No, license? no, I'll be able to get the license if you just got to pay for it, I guess. Uh, it's just a decision. I say I don't want it to be viewed as a cantina bar, mm-hmm. bar getting messed up and having to kick people out. I don't want that, honestly. Um, I'm sure I can make more money off of that, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's not really about the money. It's how I really want to handle it. You know, right. how to handle the, the, the way El Pollo Grill is viewed as. Sure. Uh, more of a f- family-oriented. Although, like I said, I'm bringing a lot of local beer. Well, if you're doing something that's you're trying to create that's scalable, that you want to, you know, I'd imagine you probably want to do more. The, when you throw in those extra variables, mm-hmm. it's not per se what you're great at why not just keep doing what you're really good at and then that way it's scalable so if you want to do four five six it's all conceptually very similar you don't have to worry about that very honestly that's my goal uh, is to franchise Mm -hmm. i don't want to open i didn't really want to open up this one honestly i mean come on you you know how it is (laughs) oh yeah i know it's you're 11 for us i know you know it's not easy it's not an easy task i love it yeah don't get me wrong i wouldn't do anything else in the world but it's not that you love it that you want to open up well, I mean, you're, you're, you have an incredible brand and you're, I mean, we're, we're always hiring. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw you posted yeah. what yesterday you're hiring again for your yep. location. Yep. And that's just because it's a, it's, it's difficult to retain staff for it a is. long term. You it know, is. we have the lowest turnover we've ever had at the restaurant and, and it's, it's still, still difficult. Yeah, I'm saying it's, it's still difficult. We're doing the same thing. It's, it's crazy. To I mean, try to crazy. find those people is hard. And then you had to pay them more. Then your P&L is kind of messed up and you're making sure you're like training. Where, where else can I, yeah. Training yep. costs, a, training lot of costs money. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Unfor- I mean, fortunately, we don't have a large turnover. We try to keep our employees. And since our employees are only, you know, about 20 employees, it's easier to more than manage, of course. And mm-hmm. you trying to use. You have too five, many. Have five times the amount. Sixty. Sixty. So yeah. three times the amount. I mean, twenty of them are full time. The forty are part time. So yeah. But well, that, we have to have. You've, I mean, you've we gone have down to, a lot. Yeah, we have to have part time. We've gone down significantly. That's great. Eric's been attacking the schedule significantly. But then when you run a bare bones <laughs> schedule, then if somebody calls out, flexibility you're sucks. Screwed. <laughs> flexibility. And people call out all the time. You know, people yeah. come late to work. But the positive about having uh, part time 
is that those people can pick up shifts and not yeah. be overtime. Well, that's if, why, if that's why we're trying to add more part-time shifts so that people are fighting to be on the schedule as opposed to complaining that they're working too much. Now that, uh, that, that law of the sick pay. Yeah. Oh, sick pay, sick pay ruined restaurants. It ruined us. Right. It abs- it, and it, it has nothing to do with us not wanting to pay people Correct. when they're sick. Right. It's just, it's become a policy where people can just, they think it's vacation. Yeah. And that there's no responsibility, no accountability for yep. that's my shift. And I'm hurting actually the restaurant that pays me and my staff and my team and the customer by not yep. showing up. We just had someone give their two weeks and their next two shifts. They called out sick and one of their sick, sick pay. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's- it comes back to you. I mean, be who you want to be. I mean, that's the person you want to be. Exactly. Go for it. Yep. I mean, that is, you know, I'll pay I'll pay you. But mm-hmm. it's it's more of a character flaw for you, not for me. Like it's, but they do that, man. And you know, getting forced to to pay those things, and <clears throat> you just have to put it in your margins and your percentages. And you know, it's always a numbers game and what what you can do and how you can do it. Um, <clears throat> but it's it's never fun because you don't ever want to have that ill will towards that person that you mm-hmm. know they're what they're doing. You know, but well, I got it's part of it. One of my workers called in sick today. And so I had to get somebody. So he's going to work a 12 hour shift. So. Mm-hmm. so you're paying overtime now. There you go. Mm-hmm. And you're paying for sick pay. Right. So I'm no wonder. Sure. That's no I'm wonder. Pre- well, she already, she already seated her sick pay. Yeah. For the year. Yeah, of course. Shocking. I think it's I mean, three, that's tap three. Three, 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 three yeah. yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. And three so months. She exceeded it. She exceeded it. So I'm like, yeah. oh. She said she was sick. All right. Whatever. I mean, right. what do you want me to do? You're not sick. Right. I mean, then you start being a horrible boss. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I, n- I never question anybody. Um, I, I allude to them when I know it's uh, after St. Patty's Day or if it's a big <laughs> drinking day that, yeah. you know, we're not dumb, but understand that I don't perceive you this, as this very reliable person. Right. So if your hours do get cut, that's you. It's right. not me. You know, I have to make sure that people are here and want to be here. And, uh, you know, that's that's my job is to, to create that. And if you want to do that, and that's fine. You're just probably going to find your way out of here pretty quick. Yeah, yep. It's definitely one of the biggest challenges. We had our most difficult staffing day on St. Patty's Day. People really? were just called oh, out. Oh, because they're they didn't drunk or and, partying or I mean, whatever. It's, and the problem, is, the problem is the lying. You know, when Eric and my, myself, you know, we grew, grew up in restaurants. We, we've drank, drank just like anybody else. You know, there's days where there's no way in hell we should have been opening the restaurant, but we were there. And sure enough, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's some, oh, my tire or, oh, my, my car or it. You know, we know what it is. Yeah, it's Fourth yeah. of July. Yep. We we know why you're not here. Yep. You know, just own it. Be accountable for it. Plan ahead, and then let's get staff so that we, you know, Let so that the know customers don't suffer. That you're not so that the customers up. don't <laughs> suffer. You know, well, or just just show up, man. Yeah, show, or show up and power. I remember throw. when I first started here, you know, eleven years ago or something. We went out partying hard, and uh, I woke up at my buddy's house. All I could find was my shorts. And I had no shirt and no <laughs> shoes. So I drove to work because I had to be here at four in the morning. Drove here. Luckily, in my office, I had an extra pair of shoes and a shirt. But I ran, had to run up before anyone saw me without a shirt and no shoes and got it. And I worked all day, you know? And it's, but it was just, that's my responsibility. I, I made a response, you know, I know I have to be here. You right. know, I don't, obviously, I don't do that anymore. But right. it's, uh, you know, people, it's, they've just made it so easy to, call out and do whatever you want that's you know but that's california your own business what uh what what kind of advice would you give to people that they see that facebook can be powerful 
and obviously they hear your story and they see that ESPN's covered you, New York Times. I mean, mm -hmm. the amount of exposure you've gotten for uh, your restaurant in Benita is just, it's magnificent. Well, if it wasn't for Facebook, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have known Joe Little. Yeah. And if it wasn't for Joe Little, NBC, I, I local NBC reporter. NBC reporter, I would not have been uh, uh, covered for the whole free giveaway free of the Spanish Spanish taco, which is what tacos, which is what basically well, you know, allowed us to touch on that because I don't think yeah. we even talked about it. You know, I kind of mentioned it a little bit, but what'd you do since you were so mad and hurt and uh, I bet there's a ton of emotions that went through your mind <clears throat> with the Spanos pulling the chargers out of San Diego to go to LA. Your stance was not to support them anymore, but go ahead and, and talk about what you did well, for I, the I knew from the get go that if the Chargers were going to leave, that I was not going to support them, especially right. up in L.A. Right. Uh, you know, my dad's not a gang member. Right. I've never been a gang member. But I always was, <laughs> was brought up to believe that we're not going to support an L.A. team, especially the Dodgers or the Raiders. Right. And for the Chargers, our beloved team, to go up north, even if it's for two hours, for me, my family, because all my family thinks that way. All my brothers and sisters think that way. Mm -hmm. all my, a lot of my cousins think that way. That if they left, I would not support them. And so, you know, when they left, it was hard, tough. It was like, right. shit, man. It's like if I, lost. I think it's important that not only did you support them, you were a fanatic like I was. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely. Cared, you cared. You were there tailgating. You were at the games. Yeah. Whether they won or lost, oh, yeah. you were all in. I was never a bandwagoner. I was actually... I mean, I can honestly say, I mean, there's not too many. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of them, you know, but the ones that I knew, uh, I wasn't one that would be like, oh, the hell with the Chargers. They're 1-15. Mm -hmm. They suck. Yeah, we know they suck. Yeah. You yeah. still support them. You still love them. Right. You know, if, you're, if your son sucks at football, <laughs> you're not going to say you suck and don't love them. I right. mean, you're still going to support them, right? I mean, that's just the way it is. So I, we just like every other fan, we went through our ups and downs with the Chargers, but it was a lot of it was having fun right during football season hopes yeah you know, it's not like we've been accustomed to winning here in san diego come, come on you know padres chargers yeah all of it everything you san know san diego state. state you know probably only was soccer soccer and i never really <laughs> right. went to a soccer game so yeah. you know so first thing was you know i wasn't going to support them i was pissed off uh so the first game came against denver and i just completely believe it man i was like it's just this is a this is a damn dream it really is right and uh, I, uh, I was watching it with my daughter because my daughter was also, she's, she's going to be 15 this year, but she would have been 12. Mm -hmm. But I always brought her chargers, chargers, chargers. She, she would wake me up at 10 in the morning. I'd still be sleeping. <laughs> Dad, the game's going to be on, you know. So, yeah, she wasn't a diehard because, I mean, a 12-year-old girl would right. not be a diehard. You know, she she loved the Chargers, but, but she, she knows how much the Chargers meant to you. Oh yeah, like yeah, that's absolutely. I mean that's part of the family. Yeah, part my brothers like, and sisters. I was the only one. My brother was not a sports fanatic. I mean, yeah, we have I have friends that are on the other side of the they're in on the East Coast, and the only re, like the only time that we'd ever text or or talk to each other was because the Chargers won or lost or right. some crazy play. But that was the thing that kept the you know the connection together. Right. So Chargers left that that day. We were watching it. And, I, you know, I was not rooting for them. I was actually rooting against them. And people tell me, it's like, there's no way you could be rooting against them. Well, there's no way that you could be rooting for them. Mm -hmm. That's the way I, I, I feel. Sure. So um, I was watching it. I 
just couldn't believe it for the first quarter. So I left. I left. I told my daughter, you know what? I'm I'm gone. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go release some some stress and some. Uh, I went to the gym. I came back. It was already maybe third quarter, and then. I don't know. It's just something popped in my my mind. Every a couple of my friends told me I was the one that told you to give free tacos. I was like, Shut up, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay, you did. Uh, my one of my accountants told me that too. One of my, like, oh, your accountant? That's yeah, funny. Because <laughs> usually me. they don't tell us that, that. He texted me. I'm like, really? Where yeah. did you text me? Yeah. Um, so I just decided to say it. I put it on my social media. At that time, my social media was you know was was strong, mm-hmm. not the way it is right now. And then everybody just started sharing and sharing mm-hmm. this and that. And then somebody tagged Joe Little. And then Joe Little said, I want to put a story on this. And then after that. But what would you post? Wrote, I basically, I just said, you know what? Chargers lose. El Pollo Grill Bonita is going to be giving away a free taco <laughs> after every loss, including tomorrow. And the Chargers lost. And then they the lost next a lot. day. We lost a lot that yeah. year. Yeah. It was yeah, a rough, rough year. It will for the Went first half. Like six kickers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> tough. So. Chargers, uh, I think they lost, what, uh, seven games that year? I think so. For the first, I think, six weeks. Like one and six or something like that. So we we gave out. I mean, (laughs) our house was packed. Yeah, we had the guys just coming in for one taco. But we also had national stories. I mean, we had pro football talk. We had ESPN covering it. I mean, this was a big deal because, you know, the Chargers moving has been so controversial. And them not winning a fan base in Los Angeles has been controversial. Right. So... ESPN contacted me. I went on uh, the ESPN, not first take. It was uh, outside the lines, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did a, a live outside the line shot right here in San Diego. Um, then the New York Times contacted me. Um, what is it? Uh, what are the other ones? Uh, uh, just news stations from other cities, yeah. too. And then everything local, pretty much everything local, 1090, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox. Um, just a bunch of bunch of what was the other one? Um, was there limits? What's that? Was there a limit on how many tacos? You just get one free taco. One free taco. That's rad. One free taco. You know, people were just thanking me. Honestly, mm-hmm. they were thanking me. Oh yeah, thank you for 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 doing this. You know, you're being a voice for the people in San Diego. Yeah, that I, mean, I can honestly say I was. I'm not. I'm not that. I, I hate taking credit for stuff. I really do. I'm not that type of guy. I really. Mm-hmm. I don't like. My wife's like, oh, you love to be on TV. I hate being on TV. <laughs> I hate. I really do. No, really but do. you. But you care. You know that being on TV and being on Facebook is going to be good for the brand. Yeah, and absolutely. Good for the That's the reason why. At the I end do of the it. day, absolutely. That's the reason why I do it because I really don't like to be on TV. Um, I'm a very. I'm not a good speaker. I'm not the best of speakers. Um, but you're speaking your truth, and I think yeah. you know it's yeah, important. I think that's, it just it's important out. too because a lot of people are shy to go on Facebook Live, and I know you do a lot of live videos, mm-hmm. but. A lot of people wonder, like, oh, well, what do I look like on live? Or, you know, does my food look good enough? For you, you've just embraced that, hey, I feel like I'm going to go live and promote whatever I'm promoting. Yeah. Yeah. And people share that. And then more people get awareness about your restaurant. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, my wife can't believe how good it worked, even though her 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 suggestion was not to, not to, not to, befriend uh, good looking girls you know? I'm like okay babe, I'm was gonna it only screen good, looking, them. good looking girls I'm gonna screen all of them okay I'm gonna screen right. them. she is pretty I'm not gonna accept you yeah but I mean it's it's work it really has worked I mean people Facebook you gotta be how do you say um, something different and of course I'm not different because I'm a restaurant but you have to just think of yeah, I mean, go outside the lines. Well, yeah, you, you really have to differentate have to yourself from, from, from what, the, what the typical 
taco shops doing? Yeah. You have like, what's, why, why am I going to go there? Right. Because now you're giving me a reason to go there. Now you're like, you know, yeah, we have good food. There's a lot of places that have good food, right. but now there's a story and now right. people can buy into it. And now they're not just doing this transactional. Here's my money. You give me food, but now it's more emotional. Right. right now, now we now I know Victor. I no, know. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that will not come to my restaurant. <laughs> right. There's a ton for of sure. people. Oh yeah, but it's okay. I don't. Right. It doesn't no. bother me one bit because I mean, there's a lot of people that are still Charger fans that still come to my restaurant. Right. You sure. know, and they know. You know what? Okay, I am a shit talker. I love to talk shit on Facebook, as you guys know. <laughs> I do. I do. You do. Shit talk. <laughs> you do. I do shit talk. You're, but you're I never up, go you're up there with Andy Harris from past uh, where I should not go. You know right. what I'm saying? I mean, I, I try I try to. There's been some couple of instances that I'm like, oh, you. But, and I have gone past. You know, right. So I've tried, to, I've tried to eliminate that because, you know, it's, I'm, still talk, I'm still talking on, on behalf of a bunch of people, but I still have a brand that I need to sure. sustain, you know? And so if I start becoming a thug on Facebook, then, you know, people. And people, I'm telling you, yes, just, just a couple of days ago, um, somebody shared my story on the on the uh the, the new restaurant that i'm opening mm-hmm. up and and uh from from a from a guy that goes to the restaurant yeah and then somebody starts stalking crap of oh yeah don't they give oh, the free tacos away for the charger laws oh he's a weasel and this other guy from japan guy he started uh, he got in his on his conversation and he's the guy on one of the guys on twitter that just belittles my bit restaurant mm-hmm. but like okay thank you guys for yeah for uh which is ironic. always I mean, thinking of me it's right. so yeah. it's so ironic to me that people are on twitter telling them other people not to go to your restaurant and the fact that they're, all they're doing is giving more awareness to it. those people would never come anyways <laughs> yeah, you know it's exactly. like the people that were talking shit about us and writing fake yelp reviews i'm like you'll never come to spring valley yeah exactly you would never come to support us so it like totally back guys. it totally backfires on them. Yeah, and then they got because of them they got you got the big old got the big story, the big story about it. But I mean, I think one of the things that I mean, why I was always attracted to what you were doing is that you do the things that Derek and I care about, and that's being in the community, yes, and being that's involved, and giving back Absolutely. to charity. And you know, there's multiple times where the community needs something from mm-hmm. someone, and they don't know where to look to, and restaurants can be that place. You know, and I think you know some of the fundraising that you've done, you've done it out of the goodness of your heart. Absolutely. And people say, ah, oh, why are you posting on Facebook if you're doing it for a good job? Well, and I'm responses to that. I say, look, I don't need any more recognition. I mean, my business was doing good prior to it anyways. Yes, it has, it has gotten better because mm-hmm. of all the recognition. Um, but that wouldn't have stopped me from opening up a third one or a fourth one or fifth one if I wasn't the Spanos taco guy or mm-hmm. if I wasn't, you know, I would have sure. tried to look for another way to actually makes it make it succeed and so uh it's funny because i'll have a post say hey i love you i'm willing to give you um a free uh a warm meal or i'm gonna donate to this cause mm-hmm. and then the next post will be like fuck you chargers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny but that's just the way i am honestly i really am like that i am a caring person i will help anybody anybody i don't care because i have I don't, I'm not a millionaire, right. but I have the money to do it, mm-hmm. you know? So I will help anybody and anywhere. People ask me for help, and all my friends know that. Right. You know, they know that. I'm the one that go to Vegas. I'm like, you guys don't got money. Let's right. go here, man. Right. I'm the one, you know? Mm-hmm. Or I'll be like, hey, you don't got no money. Throughout, even when I didn't have much money, I'm like, come on, let's go. I don't got no money. Come on, I'll pitch, I'll, I'll pitch right. you. Don't worry about it. Let's do it, you know? So I can have my friends there. Right. That's just the way I am, you know? And so... 
I remember the uh, the 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 post that I posted on a free warm meal giveaway was um, after I somebody that passed away. Uh, it's funny because his he used to be my neighbor. Uh, when I was growing up, he was one of my best friends. He moved out of the well before he moved out. Uh, his dad passed away in his house. He had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So I remember my mom giving food to them for you know a week. Went mm-hmm. to go shopping for them: bologna, this and that, ham, cheese, bread, mayo, whatever, eggs. Um, so I remember that always stuck to my mind. So when I reconnect them through Facebook, his brother passed away. And this was maybe about what. Uh, Right after I opened up the Benito location, mm-hmm. I said, hey, come pick up uh, a fiesta meal. You know, mm-hmm. a few 25, 30 people. And I remember I said, hey, remember when my, my mom um, gave you guys money? That's, so that's when I started. I, yeah. I, I came up with the, the warm meal giveaway. So basically yeah. I said, you know what? If you know anybody that passed away, lost their job, battling cancer, any disease, depression, whatever, hit me up on Facebook. Tell me their story. I'll say, let's do it. You pick up the food, right. you deliver it, right. but I'll I'll hook up the food. Mm-hmm. So it went big time right there too. Mm-hmm. It's died down. Um, I think a lot of people, unfortunately, are lazy right. that they want food giveaway. They want yeah. me to give it away, but they don't want to come pick it up. I mean, that is, you know, it's weird. We we see that a lot. Slippery slope. Yeah, Derek we, had the same thing mm-hmm. happen with the turkey meals. Like mm-hmm. you want to be good and give back and there are people that just don't have the means at a certain time and mm-hmm. thanksgiving is a meal that we all cherish right. and absolutely it doesn't matter what your background is here in america like you know everyone everything is turkeys turkeys so derek's giving away turkeys but mm-hmm. then it almost gets to the point where some people take advantage of that yeah. and become entitled well why yeah. am i not getting a I ham turkey. with my turkey remember when they did that for christmas yeah. after yeah. i did it with thanksgiving she like a lady hit me up and she's like hey i got one of your turkeys for thanksgiving can i get this for christmas and I'm like, man, like people, I, I, that's just, I, I mean, honestly, that's I want to do it, you know, but then you're, you're watching, you look at their profile and it's like, mm-hmm. she's having another kid and she's doing all these things. It's like, why are you doing this? You have no money to feed these kids. You know, like yeah. I, it doesn't make sense to me. And it's so like you, what I do in my mindset has to change and, and it's changed, but it's like. Here's what I'm going to do. If they want to take advantage of it, fine. Mm-hmm. That's on them. That's their conscience. But right. I'm trying to do something positive. So yeah. here's here's the turkeys. Here's that. And if you want to come and say, oh, yeah, fucking took advantage of Derek. And I, t- I got a turkey. That's on you, That's on you man. That's mm-hmm. on yeah. you. I'm just going to try to do the best I can and, and hope that I'm helping people. I mean, you know, you know how many people came in here and they were crying? Yeah, like, yeah. literally, like, dude, I, I, we didn't know where we were going to get our turkey. We yeah. had no idea. Like I, I, I couldn't do it. My husband's deployed, or I mean, even when the shutdown, the government shutdown. Yeah. You know, I never. I don't even know if I told you about this. Um, <clears throat> but I had multiple families that came in, and I, I gave them baskets full of groceries. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, because you know that wasn't their fault that the Did government got shut down. No, there, there was. I reached out to my cousin who's a border patrol, mm-hmm. and um, my sister had a friend that mm-hmm. uh, Tara's friend at one of their schools that. Uh, was just like they're both mom and dad worked for the sure. government and didn't know how they're going to make it, you know, didn't know what they're going to do. And Tara's like, well, I'll give you money. And I'm like, well, just have them come and fill up their grocery basket. Yeah. I don't care. Like, and when you're, when I was walking around with them, I'm like, pile that shit in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like take, take some stuff. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, I don't, I'll just get like ground beef. I'm like, get a fucking steak. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, I'm, I'm here to help you. And it's not about the publicity. It's not yeah. about that stuff. It's just <clears throat> same thing. 
I truly just want to be able to help. And, sure. you know, those people, I mean, like I said, tears in their eyes are so appreciative. And it's just kind of what, what I do and why I do it. Good. And, and it's, uh, are there people that will take advantage of it? Yep. Yeah, we have, it's on them. When I put, put that post, one of the things I said, do not nominate yourself. Please <laughs> no no self-nomination? No, that's a big yeah. zero yeah. in my book. I said, right. do not nominate yourself, please. And I'm not lying. There was people nominating themselves. Yeah. I, said, I said, don't. Right. I mean, come on. We're, we're, you understand English? I go, no, please don't. What else do you want me to say? You know? Right. Uh, but yeah, people nominate themselves, and unfortunately, there's going to be people always trying to take advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. If, to me, it's funny, you know. Uh, I think there's more good people than bad people yeah. in this world, you know. So that's where I, I examine whatever, right. you know. But of course, somebody wants to break the rules, and you know you're breaking the rules, and that's when you put a stop. So to when it. you create a successful internet promotion around a cause, this being the Spano sucks tacos, and it gets all this publicity. You also learn as a business owner that there's things that you can do to protect your business when you know that that influx is coming. Because from when you first started the Spano Sucks Tacos to after the Patriots won, and I brought barbecue as part of our East County Eats yeah. bet, yeah. Um, you had made a change to the free, if you're going to get a taco or a burrito, right? You right. have to pay for a drink. Yes. Why did you do that? Well, first of all, because it was actually a burrito. So a burrito is way more than a taco. <laughs> for sure. Three three times the amount. Right. So I said, I'll give you a burrito, you know, uh, but you got to pay for a soda. Right. You know, and I mean, do a lot of people do come in and, and take advantage of the situation? But you also told you me know? that you weren't going to sacrifice your burrito either, because you knew that you would be giving away X amount of burritos, five hundred burritos, but you weren't going to tell your staff to make a smaller burrito. Why is oh, that? Yeah, absolutely. I said, you know, we're going to give a burrito. We're going to give the burrito that we sell. Mm-hmm. Because if you're trying to bring in people um, and at the same time, those people have never been here and they know they don't know about your food and then you give them a, a, a smaller burrito to what you're normally giving, then you're basically stepping on your own foot you know you're not showing them what you're all about right you know so i said at the beginning my my staff because i got there maybe about 45 minutes late um and my my staff was giving them smaller burritos because that's the way they're trained i Mm -hmm. mean they're not that they're trained but they know okay well he's giving free we're not gonna we're not gonna you know this this could be my raise right here that's probably what they're thinking (laughs) of um so i went there so no I, we're giving a burrito. We're giving them a burrito uh, like we usually make it. Mm-hmm. I go, the cost of food is not it's not going to be a big difference anyway. So mm-hmm. just give them, give them to them. That's, that's, what, that's what's going to bring them back. Right. You know, because we're going to show them how big our burritos are, not those skimpy, you know, hot dogs. Sure. Uh, so that's, that's, that was, I was saying, you know what? We're going to give burritos. We're going to give her. But you also buy a soda. Right, I'm being a cheap ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when when can we expect uh, you know projection? Obviously, there is no open date on any business. But what what um, when can people hopefully come and and visit the new location? Um, projection is August, but unfortunately, we're submitting plans um, after a month and a half of of before I barely signed my lease. Um, not too long ago, yeah. In the last week, I signed the lease. Uh, but meanwhile, while I was negotiating, I had my guy, my architect, architect, go in there 
and <coughs> draw up the plans. We've gone in there at least 10 times to look at the place. Right. So I kind of like, because, you know, we get free rent. They mm-hmm. said so we're going to be able to, you know, hurry the hell up and try to open it. Right. So when, when in there, we're going to submit plans. As you know, well, I don't know if you know, but City of Chula Vista is the worst city in San Diego to deal with <laughs> when it comes to opening up restaurants or yeah. for, for that case, any business. And it really is. That's yeah. crazy. I've, I've heard it from every architect. That's Chula Vista is the worst city to work with when it comes to opening businesses. Because we had the guys from My Yard Live who were opening in San Marcos. And San Marcos is actually partnering with them on the project because it's their property. And they said that it's just like everything's been a breeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In in San Marcos. In San Marcos. Yeah. They yeah. said it's like it's completely yeah. opposite of what, no, you're, Chula Vista, what you're going through. When I opened up the Bonita, it was a nightmare. And at the end, they forked me a bill of $10,000 because it was a sewer bill. Jesus. Sewer bill, really? Yeah. So they, I mean, they're hard to work with. So I was able to. That's why I posted on my Facebook page. If anybody knows uh, the ins and outs of Chula Vista, help me out. So mm-hmm. I got a couple people come in and say, "I'm gonna help you out." So the economic development department is gonna help me out to to pressure the people, mm-hmm. you know, as much as possible. Right. And after that, it's construction, and then by that time, hopefully, I get my beer and wine license um, approved. I'm not gonna open up a restaurant. If I'm trying to bring in local you're, beers and make it part of the restaurant, you're creating a, 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 a yeah. new brand. This is a you know yes. it's the same brand, but this is a yes. different experience. This is right. a sports, family sports, sit down, enjoy the game, correct, cheer against the Chargers, correct, <laughs> experience, correct. right, correct. correct. Yeah. That's that's what I want to do. It'll um, when when the Charger fans. Are going to Cali Comfort and and, and uh, storming up uh, exactly. Uh, I just Cali send Comfort. Them, I send them to you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say okay. Whoever doesn't like the charger can come to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it, it'll be fun. I've never I've never had a restaurant like that. You know, where it's actually going to have a bunch of TVs. Mm-hmm. Even though the Lemon Grove is just as big as the one, the atmosphere doesn't call for that. Right, know? it doesn't call for that. So. I don't know what to expect. Right. I don't know if my if the beer is going to bring me my sales are going to are going to go through the roof. Mm-hmm. But imagine or, you're or be... my my profits, you know, my net profits are going to are going to be bigger because mm-hmm. of the beer. I don't know that. You'll you'll be able to tell me that yeah. if, if it's if 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 that's well, yeah, going you, to be the I case. I mean, right? that's the you know the best the best thing for for Derek and I is you know this podcast just it opens up different networks of people so that people can reach out. You know, that's what Facebook does. That's what LinkedIn does. But if you're listening and you, you know, have questions, email us. Yeah. You know, email us, ask us. And, you know, you, you just never know who can help um, no matter where you are, you know, because a lot of the principles apply not just here in San Diego, but also outside of San Diego. So one of the last things, um, my main goal, honestly, for my business, for my brand, is to franchise. Mm-hmm. And I've been, for the past year, I hired a lawyer or basically we're about... We're about 90% done. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I have all my manual, uh, my, my, I'm almost done with, 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 uh, with the new audits for the new corporation for the franchise. Uh, we're almost there. We're almost mm-hmm. there. I mean, it's been a long road. Um, as, as basically, I hired somebody to come in and, and put a book this big about my business. Yeah. Right. From, Standardized. From A to Z. Mm-hmm. That's been Big time. Luckily, I have a really good employee that I trained, that I molded her. What's her name? Esme. 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 She has, she learned, she's learned the business from my standpoint. Uh-huh. And so she's working on the last parts of the actual oh, really manual, cool. like um, 
I'm talking about just from the most simplest thing, how to close down, uh, how to order, when you need to order. I mean, it has to be on that book. It has to be in the book. And that was, and they told me, because one of my buddies has a franchise called Buffalo Spot, and he told me about about uh, this lawyer and he, he told me he goes, hey, it's gonna be a long road but mm-hmm. do not get discouraged because it's not easy to put your business on a piece of paper or i'm sure book, it's not cheap book. either no it, it costed me a good fifteen thousand dollars for mm-hmm. that plus lawyer fees has been around thirty thousand so it's costing me a good chunk of change but i'm there i don't have a lot of restaurants where i could say okay so i have five six seven eight nine ten but what my lawyer has told me, he goes, look, you're one of the few restaurants I can actually say you don't need a bunch of them because you have a good brand mm-hmm. and your brand recognition is there more than some that have 10, 15, 20. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not that it's recognized, it's that you have a good story. Yeah. A really good story. And you have good food. Right. And your community is well, supported I mean, like one, one after the other. There's just not mexican restaurants that serve amazing food that have embraced digital marketing the way that you have right you know that's part of the franchise model is that you're going to teach you know the next owner operator that hey this is these are the things that you can do in a hyper local situation i'm going to teach even though my lawyer says do not tell them to open up their own facebook page (laughs) (laughs) because you don't know what's going to happen there But I'm going to teach them, okay, yes, but you're not going to be like me where you're going to cuss you up a storm. <laughs> you can't do that. You cannot do that. Only I can do that. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of a touchy subject when it comes to stuff like that. But um, that's my goal. I don't want to open up 10, 15 like these Lolitas and Robertos and Bertos mm-hmm. on my own and just calling myself where I'm working them and this and that and general manager. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. It's too, it's too hard. It's not easy to succeed doing mm-hmm. that. You're going to basically die doing it mm-hmm. and i don't want to do that i want my my goal is to franchise it if i have 10 15 20 five you make money off of them and at the end of the day if somebody comes in and says like i want to buy your product that's the type of person i am mm-hmm. i'm gone yeah i did what i needed to do take it to the next level my thing is don't sacrifice the flavor please yeah even if i'm not the main guy that's sure. my whole goal in 10 15 years that's great i do not want to be the op- sole operator of el pollo grill right mm-hmm. i want to live with my wife and my mm-hmm. family that's my whole goal yeah you know my mom and dad my dad worked 24 7 every day of the week for 20 years man mm-hmm. he would hardly have a day off mm-hmm. you come home sleep come back to work every day i don't want to do that Mm-hmm. He was never with my mother. He was never with us. Yeah. He was working. Right. I don't want to do that. True. That's not my that's not my goal. My goal is to have a fun, happy life with my family. If I mm-hmm. die, I die happy, not just because I wanted more money or put those puzzle pieces in place. Yep. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying it. that that's the way to go because everybody is different. Mm-hmm. Some of them want to have their 20, 30, 5, 10, 15 right. restaurants on their own and they want to call it themselves. I'm just not that type of guy. You know, I love to work. But I also love to, you know, be with my family. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of people told me, man, how the hell you... I am like that, seriously. I'm at home a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I work, but I'm constantly on the phone, cameras. I'm mm-hmm. in and out. They never know when I'm coming, right. you know. But to this, be there, I'm going to be there 10-hour days. I'm hardly ever there. I'm kind of how people say, man, you're smart. <laughs> I'm busting. I go, you know what? My life is more precious than that restaurant, man. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, my life is my family, my kids. You know, tonight I have to go take my, my daughter to her tryouts or her soccer tryouts. That, to me, is more important than sure. the restaurant. Yeah. You know, my son, he's just graduating from high school. He's going to go to San Diego State. We got to a bunch of uh, colleges. 
that's more important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, my I've been with my wife for twenty years. That's more important to me. Right. You know, my every Sunday, my all my brothers and sisters get get together at my mom's house. I'm pretty much almost every Sunday. That's what we do. Yeah. That's more important to me. Right. Of course, you got to also be realistic and so say you got to take care of your business. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't. We do. I do. Uh, but to be there stuck twenty four seven, nah. Mm-hmm. Not, to me, it's not worth it. You know, so so and I told my my lawyer, I said, look, Bob, you need to find somebody to help me uh, with this franchise. Mm-hmm. I go, I don't want to do this on my own. He goes, just 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 open up the first 10. I go, Bob, you know how long that's going to take me to open up 10 or five? Mm-hmm. I go, no, I'm not. I'm not that patient. I'm not. I don't want to. It's not my goal. You yeah. know, and he goes, well, you're going to regret it if you don't. I, go, I don't care giving up part of my my uh shares on my business i don't care about that if they have the money they can be they can you know turn it around and 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 be more successful than i am in two years and i will be in 15 years Mm -hmm. you know so that's where i'm at that's my whole goal franchise so anybody wants to learn about franchising or not learn about franchise but interested in a franchise el pollo grill i can't technically say that because i'm not a franchise yet i can't suit for it but I will be offering franchises awesome. as soon as it's, as soon as it's, and I have a lot of people that are already interested. It's crazy, cool. you know. But the one, hardest thing about franchising is to try to simplify things. Yeah. You have to, you have to. So looking at my menu, I'm like, okay, out, out. I'm like, damn, yeah. right. out, out. You have to, or else you're gonna not be gonna be able to teach somebody yeah. how to fully operate. Like I know how to operate. Right. I can do it with my eyes closed. They well, it'll take them years. So I have to just like um, In and Out. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're a franchise, but In and Out, uh, Chick Fil A, they all have simplified menus. You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping the core. I'm keeping the core, core foods. But I have other stuff like yeah. But but you can't. You got to simplify things. Well, you cross utilize a lot of product too, which is which is big. You can't. You yes. Don't, you don't want to have. You know, only one piece of meat that only goes sort of this one dish because yes. you're going to be thrown away a lot of times. So Correct. you want to cross-utilize with all your, you know, rice, beans, tortillas, yeah. meats, and yeah. make 30 different things that are just those, yeah. and it works. Yeah. Cool. So uh, we do have a social shout-out for uh, this week. Uh, they've been hashtagging us behind the smoke. Uh, this is going to Rack to the Future BBQ. Uh, grilled and smoked meats out of Lodi, California. Signed up for the May 4th Elk Grove Western Festival. It's a KCBS backyard comp, uh, which is pretty cool. Elk Grove, California. So good luck to Rack to the Future BBQ. Love the name. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast and for uh, supporting the show. Uh, we're episode 98. Thank you very much, Victor. Thank you guys. Appreciate for your it was friendship. Fun. Appreciate you. Uh, leading, I'm going to start listening to more podcasts. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which ones, but yeah, yours. <laughs> you guys. Is- yeah, we appreciate that and everything that um, you do for the community. We're fired up. We'll put uh, links in the show notes so people can uh, reach out to you about franchising or any sure. questions they may have. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. It was fun.